0: Hello, my name is Karin Kavins and this is 48 Minutes, a podcast with inspiring leaders. In this episode, I talk to Barthe Smit, who is one of the most authentic and down to earth leaders I personally know. Barthe is the former CEO and the current chairman of AGS, an international insurance company. He also won the Manager of the Year award in 2016. In this episode, we talked about what it takes to be an authentic leader about his near-death experience and about his future plans. Hope you like it. Bart, thanks again for your generosity and welcome to the podcast. It's a pleasure. So, as said, we met each other for the first time uh, in 2017. How has your life changed since then, both uh, professionally and personally?
1: Well, i say time flies uh, so quickly that it's uh, not that easy to really recollect uh, from that moment. But of course, uh, two, two major, or even three major, elements that impacted my life since then is, is first of all, uh, the, the fantastic experience of becoming a grandfather, even twice, and soon a third time. Uh, secondly, uh, the fact that professionally, I've moved from a pure operational day to morning to evening job to a bit more, I I would not say relaxed, but uh, a more supportive role, uh, being chairman of the group, but also involved in quite some other activities. And of course, the third big change is is what happened uh, since March last year uh, and and impacted all of us and and the whole world society, all individuals, is the the crisis we are currently in.
0: Mm -hmm. So quite some moves. Yeah, do you still remember the day uh, the lockdown was announced? how you first saw it then?
1: Let's say, uh, I go one, one month before the lockdown, I remember that uh, we as a group being active also in Asia, uh, mid-February, the, the, the crisis was already fully happening in, in China. I remember our uh, local partner, Uh, where where we have something like 450,000 salespeople that normally go on the road, visit customers, they were completely blocked. Uh, And notwithstanding that, we in in Europe and also we ourselves, we were not really, let's say, afraid of of what could come to us. And so on the 13th of February, I was uh, inaugurated as as the new chairman of the Federation of Belgium Enterprises, where I gave my maiden speech. With a lot of hope, uh, focused, Yeah, focus on as a country, we are not that great, if you look to international mm-hmm. rankings on a number of topics. And so my, ex- my expression of hope was, let's work all together instead of a polarized way, mm-hmm. to make that we are, within 10 years in 2030, again, top of the list. And then, let's say some weeks later, eh, it was uh, somewhere mid mid March yeah. that we we already within the company before it was uh, expressed by the government to go into lockdown. We already decided to ask all our people to start working from home, eh? mm-hmm. uh, and then it, it all of a sudden came. So it shows you how in one month time, I would say, from an expression of let's work all together, hopefully to create a better country within 10 years, mm-hmm. we came into the reality of, uh, let's say, uh, panic and, 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 and very yeah. short-term decisions to be taken. And we're still a bit in that mode.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm actually really surprised how, of course, in the beginning you can expect nobody knows and and, mm. and decisions need to be taken. Uh, but I have the feeling that we are still there today after.
1: Uh, well, of course, it's a, it's a, it's a very, Complex uh, problem. Eh? But okay, uh, and, and certainly for the first period, uh, let's say March, uh, April, May, we can, we can expect and, and accept that there has been uh, quite some disorder in the yeah. decision to be taken because it was something that took us all by surprise. Since then, of course, you could say, okay, there has been a bit more time to prepare a number of mm-hmm. things. And also, there we see that it's not that evident. Eh? Also, because everybody has an opinion on what is happening it's very difficult to get and that's the i would say the merit of our system of democracy if i look again to some of the asian countries where they have really killed the virus impact by being much more severe than what we are But that's something that would be unacceptable yeah. for us in uh, in the European context.
0: Yeah, it doesn't fit in our culture to, to do that. And uh, how have you personally experienced it? Because you told me uh, when I first met you that what drives you is people and, and being surrounded by people. Of course, you can still connect, but it's still different. Oh,
1: no, no, let, let, let's be honest. Uh, but I, I want to start by saying that i've always been somebody who is who who tries to uh, to look to the positive side and so the glass is more Mm -hmm. half full than half empty so it means that i'm the the last person to complain about uh things that we cannot do anymore that Mm -hmm. we could do before Uh, if i look to uh, let's say take the students take also the older people Mm -hmm. that have been uh, in the impossibility to to meet their families and so on so i still have uh, a place to live where I can go outside, where I have some space and things like that. But the, the biggest impact for me was indeed the complete uh, stop from one day to another of the, the natural human contacts. Eh? Yeah. So I have a very broad list of, uh, or, or a file of people that I know. Eh? So my yeah. network is is quite broad. And if I look back now, I can say that almost since March last year, my network has been blocked. There are no new, because where do you meet people? It's, it's most yeah. more in the physical, uh, at physical occasions. I have, of course, had the opportunity to um, still interact with many of them, yeah. but by team, by Zoom, by Webex, and all these yeah, things, yeah. where at the end of the day, it, it remains, it's, an, it's a solution, but it's not, The same as having a beer together, or drink a glass of wine, or uh, lunch uh, with somebody. and and, and Even in in, in group meetings, what you see that happens is that you can have a very efficient uh, Mm -hmm. meeting of one hour, but when we we had the same meeting in the pre-COVID period, you had in the period before, the period after. The unforeseen contacts and, and, and the, the small things that you could solve, sometimes big things. And now you're sometimes with 10 on the screen, waiting till the last is, is, is joining. And okay, there are some jokes that are made, but the, 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 the more informal contacts are not the same as before.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So that's for me what I miss the most.
0: Yeah, yeah, let's hope uh, that yeah. we, have per- we have perspective, so let's hope that. Uh by the end of the year, we can get back to uh, normal, I wouldn't say, but no. to uh, human contact. Um, I remember um, that you said uh, one of the key char- characteristics of a good leader is being authentic. What, what does that mean to you, being authentic?
1: Well, it means that you, 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 you can act as you, feel you should act, eh? that there is no, let's say, pre-thinking, I have to react this way or that way. Uh, Because if it is, uh, if if it's not natural, people feel it. eh? So uh, it's it's given, uh, or it's known by everybody Mm -hmm. that you should be as uh, much connecting with all people uh, that that intervene in, in, in your professional environment, for instance, But if you say, okay, I have to do that, so I will go and say goodbye to, or hello to the the people Mm -hmm. at the reception desk and say a nice word to the people uh, cleaning in office. Uh, But it's, you do it because you have to do it, they will feel it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you have to, uh, it has to be spontaneous. So it does not mean that you cannot learn it. So you, and, and in many cases, it's about daring to uh, to put yourself a bit more vulnerable
0: mm-hmm. uh, in the
1: contact. Uh, uh, away with the idea that the, the boss or the CEO is the one who is always uh, great and knows everything and is always happy and yeah. lucky with everything. No, I've had in my, in my life difficult periods. I have also family-wise mm-hmm. sometimes attention points like, like other colleagues. Uh, that, uh, and, and if you are open about that, they will be more uh, open to also sometimes just ask you, uh, OK, I'm confronted with this, what would you do? Mm-hmm. And that creates a, a kind of, uh, let's say, uh, a, a link between people yeah. where, OK, you are considered as somebody who helps them, inspires them, is is an example. That's. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and how do you make sure? Is it something that com- comes natural to you? Because in 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 the world we live in there's a lot of forces pulling you or all of us into directions of of, on how we should be or or how uh, we're supposed uh, to act or or how we and and i'm sure they're pulling on you as well how do you make sure that that you still
1: i i I probably have have one characteristic and i i'm not what you would call uh, an anarchist eh? but (laughs) i have somewhere some anarchistic uh, qualities maybe in a sense that i I don't want to to be steered by others about yeah. how I have to deal or yeah. or behave eh? so and 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 it's sometimes even eh, my wife and yeah, you now you are against to be against, which is not the case because um, <laughs> yeah. i don't think um, I'm not a a negative person as such, but when when uh, to give an example uh, and and maybe that has to do also with with kind of education eh? mm-hmm. uh, my my parents were two uh, people who uh, studied to be to be a teacher. They had four kids. They did everything for their kids in terms of uh, to permit them to study. We all did uh, music school. We could do the sports we like. We we went to museum, uh, film, and so on. So very, uh, we say a very open and broad uh, 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 education uh but my my father mainly had a number of of principles that he did not uh, yeah. set away and one of them was for instance that he was convinced that for instance reading uh, strips was not good to educate the language he was uh, against at that time television because he wanted his, his children to read a number of books so i was the only one in in the class who could not talk about uh, what yeah. was the all the, the, the series, the A-team and things like that, because we had no television at home. Yeah. And so uh, if, if you are, uh, let's say, the, the, a follower, you really uh, suffer from that, mm-hmm. right? because all the kids talk about something you cannot. And I've been, I don't know whether it was uh, the origin of my character or more of my character has been mm-hmm. formed by it, I've been so trained a bit to always uh, keep my personality by being not uh, at the same page with the others yeah and so it's still today when when they say a ceo should be this 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 this, Mm -hmm. and i don't believe in it i will not do that yeah Uh, so for instance i i get many reactions when i talk to people that i have almost every day i talk five to ten minutes with the guys uh, doing the reception desk at the uh, yes, big football fans, and we talk yeah. about football. So yeah, do you have the time for it? Yeah, I, I say, do I have the time for it? I have as much time for that as, as the, sometimes, uh, let's say, uh, uh, without content discussions you have in, in cocktail parties. Huh? So yeah. it's uh, a matter of belief, a matter of, uh, you have to do what you believe is best,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then people will see you as, a, as an authentic guy.
0: Yeah, okay. Thank you. Um, you also, uh, last time you sent, you sent uh, after the retreat, you sent a slide deck to us. And there was one slide particularly that I found interesting on happiness. Uh, and it says, the secret of happiness is not in doing what one likes, but in liking what one does. Mm. I would yeah. naturally not agree, but I, no, I let you defend. Yeah, You're uh, <laughs> right, eh? but no, no. But that,
1: the the message behind is that uh, uh, it's it's a kind of an observation, and again, every observation is dangerous in the sense that it's never black mm-hmm. or white, eh?
0: Yeah.
1: But I have I I have the feeling that too many people always say I want to do what I like. Mm-hmm by leaving things, there. And, and what I like is in many cases what I know I like. Yeah. But there could be a lot of things that you do not know, it's like the same with food. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, I'm somebody, I, I eat a lot based on what I see.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, other people eat what, on, based on what they uh, smell. Mm-hmm. But if you never try the things that you have never seen or never smelled, you maybe miss a lot of things, and so yeah. the message behind that statement is okay, you cannot only your life cannot only be, and you can be mm-hmm. in disagreement with that, a consequence of things, only things you, you, you feel funny about. Mm-hmm. Yes. There are things, uh, the same when you, you have kids and you have to raise them, it's not uh it's not a fantastic uh, moment every 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 second mm-hmm. but but make use of 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 the fact that you are in the situation to also look to it to okay this can be let's make it a nice uh, a nice experience instead of starting where well, i don't like it and, and the consequence will be that with a positive attitude you will be much more happy than with the negative mm-hmm. and it's mainly uh, it's a big concern i have with respect to, to work uh, mm-hmm. i'm always questions also about work life balance and so on and and uh, I'm of the opinion that uh, there is too much stress on that uh, work and life yeah. and it should be fluently from the one to the other and why should if, if you see how many time people spend in their work environment yeah. uh, if you deduct from uh, the 24 hours your sleeping time and the the moments uh, you work, uh, it's not more that remains than the two other blocks. Mm -hmm. So let's not spoil that eight hours or seven hours, 35 or whatsoever, that people are at work, to see it as uh, a not funny thing, to see it as an obligation, as mandatory, but try to look at it, okay, this is an occasion to meet people, to uh, uh, to, to help customers, to create something new, and then uh, it will yeah. be less less a burden and, and to more... live
0: while you're working. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, uh, on that point, actually, um, employee engagement—that's like a, a challenge for many employers mm-hmm. because it's it's super low. I think it's uh, a 13 percent. 13 percent of the people are, are really engaged at work. Um, how would you or how did you deal with that uh, challenge in, in your uh, environment?
1: But I'd say for us uh, the, the, the feedback from customer from our employees and customers is, is, is very high on the agenda. If you t- look to our employees, and, and uh, as you indicated in the beginning, we are in 14 countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Europe we have, with the exception of Turkey, where we are in a minority position, Uh, We are in control eh, in Belgium, Portugal, France and uh, and the UK, but when we uh, question our people we also take the Turkish people with us and we talk there about something like 12,000 people, whereas in Asia we are in all the countries in joint ventures where we are in a position between let's say something like 30 percent and 50 mm, yeah. percent so when we do an employee motivation survey we do it for the european countries and the last one we do it left every year the last survey we did was this year it was even in the month of may june mm-hmm. so in full corona COVID crisis and we had something like 77% participation, which is very, very high. high. <laughs> and um, we have six questions that we ask in each of these countries, besides other ones, because we try to work in each of the countries with, um, let's say, firms that have sufficient benchmarking yeah. material. But we have six questions that we ask in each of the, of the countries. And one of them is, do you want to go the extra mile and so in the last survey we had 92% of our people saying I, strong, I agree or strongly agree to go wow. the extra mile. And if we see, uh, would you recommend the company to others? It's all about 85% or more. Wow. The net promoter score if I remember, was something like 63. Mm-hmm. So, and, and that's something, let's say we have once a year, uh, I think two years ago, where there was a, a short decline and if you then dive into the, into the details, huh? because if you look to the overall group, it can look fine, but it might be that there's a group of some 200 people somewhere where it's really uh, awful, which was the case. Then I would say this is, um, uh, personally for me is, it was one, and I told it to our people, that that was one for me one of the highest deceptions in my 10 year career as a CEO. And we immediately went into uh, creating uh, individual interviews to, to see what happens. Mm-hmm. And, and okay, I think we found the origin has been repaired and, and mm-hmm. in the, the recent survey it was again very yeah. high.
0: So very close monetary, yeah, 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 um, yeah. But it's really high, eh? yeah, had, yeah, I'm yeah. not sure where yeah, a lot yeah, of companies yeah. have the same.
1: But I think it, I, we also, and, and, and that's again, eh, that's something that never can be uh, achieved by one person eh? so of course if you put a lot of attention on it Mm -hmm. uh, and you say this is for us a key element uh, and your team follows and the team be be beside the team and so on then you go you go quickly to do this kind of results because at the end what is what are the major drivers we see Mm -hmm. for employees to be happy in their work is first of all The contact with their colleagues Mm -hmm. uh, which is in this period a point of attention and then the relationship with their uh, immediate uh, boss Mm -hmm. of course there again uh, if if the immediate bosses are without any uh, respect for their employees Mm -hmm. without any creativity also in this period to interact in a different way you can tell at the top whatever you want it will not happen so it's it's about a culture in the whole company and there i i think we have been investing a lot and uh but also again in a natural way huh? yeah.
0: uh, okay cool um, yeah another question do you have uh issues saying no
1: yeah uh, i'm i'm the the fact that I uh, I positively agreed on your invitation four years ago again now I could easily say no I have no time and so on let's say and, and I say uh, much more than than in the past yeah. no eh? and but it's always I always try to uh, to motivate why mm-hmm. eh? where you could there there is there is one category where I have even I even do not. Take the time to explain a no and okay. even sometimes even not react, and that's uh, I'll be very open on um, on that. If I see the the number of uh, what I call a bit aggressive mails or LinkedIn messages mm-hmm. I, be, I receive from people I don't know at all, mm-hmm. uh, saying, okay, hi, Bart. I, um, I scheduled this time slot of 30 minutes for next Thursday where yeah. I would like to talk to you about this or that. Uh, I even don't react, yeah. unless it's, it's about people I know. Eh? But in most cases, people that are so pushy mm-hmm. that I say, okay, if I would each time respond to this, it already would take me part of the day that I prefer to spend on other things. Um, on the other side, uh, and, and I have some experience now over the last weeks, I sometimes have people that want to talk me, but so people that I know. Eh? But I say, okay, I already know why they want to see me It's eh? mm-hmm. or to help them in a project or to find some funding or whatsoever. Yeah. But I say, no, I should make from my heart a stone and say, mm-hmm. I'm, "I'm sorry, I'm not interested at no time. And there I see that every time I nevertheless engage, there is always something coming out. But what is coming out is in many cases, uh, not me solving their problem, but bringing them in contact with somebody who say, okay, they might be interested in what you propose. And that's again something that I hope helps them. Mm -hmm. Maybe is an opportunity for the people I connect them with and also give me a a positive feeling, okay, I, I probably Helped something to be set up, yeah. uh, so that's uh, that's a bit the so way I deal with that. Yeah. but but take the example of of the f- four years ago. Yeah, I, I I never have seen that as a, a loss of time. Eh? I think I don't know. I think believe it was a, a Saturday morning. Yeah, I uh, found it
0: impressive. This the south I'm of of,
1: of, uh, of Belgium. Yeah, first of all the. I, I then use a trip from home to get there or to listen to nice music or to, to listen to a podcast yeah. eh? or to just think about a number of things where I did not have the time during the week. You come there, you see a, a group of, of seven, eight, uh, young, let's say, uh, people that want to do something with their life otherwise they would never no. participate in such an experience where you can tell a story that apparently okay has some 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 impact for them so it gives you also good feeling and it's not only a good feeling of uh let's say uh, your ego that is maybe a, a bit uh, how do you say yeah, it? it flattered but it's also okay i, I probably uh, could could help them in in one or another direction if then afterwards uh, two of them reconnected me to to continue on that okay why why not mm-hmm. so uh And and that's a bit, I would say, the story of my life.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, now being pre-retired, I see that, uh, okay, I still have quite some professional activities, but also in a number of what I would call not-for-profit organizations, where I'm for many years sometimes already engaged, they say, oh, but there's a bit more time, we will try to make use of that. And as long as I can decide, as I'm healthy, and can decide what time I want to commit, why not?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Do you still want to drink something? No. <laughs> we can get it. Okay. Um, back to your younger self. Um, can you describe the younger Bart? What, were, what did he like doing? What were his ambitions, if, if any? <laughs>
1: No, no, uh, let's say I, I cannot remember that I've ever had an ambition to become uh, uh, a fireman or a policeman, I don't think so. Uh, in all honesty, I, and I not longer than yesterday, uh, being for a long time in the car with my wife, I referred to it that I was, uh, I was a rather shy guy when I was young. Um, Never had problems in school, eh? so I was uh, 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 I had easy uh, to go through uh, whatever. Uh, second, primary school, secondary school, first year university was a bit more uh, an issue, but that was because I was doing too many things, uh, other things than than studying. Uh, but I had a, a, a rather broad interest, eh? so music, sports, uh, Boy Scouts. Uh, what I I was uh, uh, dreaming of was maybe nevertheless somewhere uh, always been more a teacher, Mm -hmm. uh, which means that uh, at home we were four. I helped my sisters with uh, some of the things they liked less, like mathematics and so on. Uh, I also organized uh, uh, expositions. uh, Crazy things! I like dimmelsaurus, so the plastic ones, yeah. and then I put lamps on it to make it a bit more uh, <laughs> shiny. Uh, I organized um, uh, tour the the castle uh, where we lived, so a biking tour oh, yeah. uh, where we had uh, five days, uh, five days, uh, every day a lap. Two guys out of the street were the journalists, and out of their window on the first floor with the mic they they gave commands and so yeah Uh, we we i always uh, setting up a number of things organizing things and so the 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 final click to come where i've then been professionally Mm -hmm. has come quite late it was uh, i think more uh, in the period of uh, just before my military service because i was one of the. The unlucky guy still, although I have also there a good good experience, I come back on that. Um, but so it was more after my studies mathematics that I started to go into uh, to become a teacher. Yeah. Where at certain moment I said, no, this is not what I want to do mm-hmm. my whole life. And and be clear, I have a lot of respect and I think we should count a lot on, yeah. on the people working in, in, in uh, education. But I, I found already there, so at the age of 20, 22, that I wanted something which was more uh, what broader than uh, uh, staying maybe 40 years in, in front of, of, of young people.
0: Yeah. But and, then, yeah. yeah. Go ahead.
1: No, and maybe at the end, uh, looking to how many times I now try to give presentations and so on, uh, something of that teacher ambition comes mm-hmm. back, but on, on different topics. And
0: uh, and do you, do you ever see yourself still doing that? Because that's often what people do more towards the end of their no. career. They, they share their experience in front of...
1: Well, let's say I, I've had a very, uh, very uh, unique, uh, but once-in-a-lifetime experience, uh, I think two years ago, in, um, in a, a program, uh, CEOs in front of the classroom, okay. where I uh, gave a half an afternoon lesson. Uh, to uh, it was in uh, Athenaeum at in Molenbeek, mm. so the last year of people uh, studying commerce, and I must say the, the confrontation with um, the way uh, the schools are organized, the way uh, this happens, was, was it was quite a. a uh, an eye opener for me, mm-hmm. uh, where you could say ah, you can you can take two positions eh? or I'm lucky not being confronted with that situation because it's it's far from easy for people uh, teaching to combine everything that is expected from them. Mm-hmm. being a good teacher on top of that being a, a super administrator eh? because there's yeah. a lot of bureaucracy unfortunately yeah, mm-hmm. and at the same time, not only being a teacher, but also a bit, uh, the, uh, taking care of the education of the kids. Huh? Because mm-hmm. more and more parents rely also on the school or expect the school to do things that let's say 30, 40 years ago were taken up by, by the yeah. parents. Uh, well, let's say, um, if, if and, and that still counts today, if they ask me uh, on, on a voluntary base to, to go and, and, and teach in schools uh, mm-hmm. more one-off uh, events. I'm always happy to do that. Yeah. But I'm not sure whether, uh, yeah. I, and, and mm-hmm. I, it's even one of my uh, dadas eh, where I am of the opinion that between the, the business world, the healthcare world and the uh, education world, there are too many, too many Chinese walls. Yeah. Eh? if you see how many uh, well-educated people are asked by their companies to to leave the professional world many cases earlier than they would have loved Mm -hmm. uh, with very interesting financial packages Uh, the question is why could those people not be partially Mm part-time Uh, put at the uh, available made available for as well the health sector or the 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 school sector but okay it demands uh, also an openness eh? if you then expect these people to be as uh, uh, well trained in in health like the the nurses or professional uh, educate no but uh, put them in support eh? uh, maybe to take care of the one or two uh, boys or girls in the class that have some problems mm-hmm. with with maths or in the uh, let's say seniority houses to take care of the of the the, the people living in the houses giving some space to mm-hmm. the nurses to, to recover a bit but that's yeah, uh, there are separate wor- words and we are not that good in uh, I create that's also kind of an ecosystem you could create mm-hmm.
0: huh? yeah. yeah yeah i uh, i absolutely agree and i i i never understand our system where we are asked to work uh, really hard until a certain age and, yeah. and yeah. it stops yeah. and then there's nothing and and of course people well,
1: let's say we uh, i don't want to be over negative about that either eh? because in the the volleyball club where I'm involved, we to a large extent rely on pensioned and pre-pensioned people. Mm -hmm. And they say, okay, my professional career is at an end, but I've been an accountant. Well, I'm willing to do that for a a sports or a culture Mm club. And so, and and, and what you do at the first, first of all, you, you engage people that otherwise would be from the morning till the evening in their seat mm-hmm. uh, looking at all the bad things that happens in the world and maybe becoming more and more negative so you bring them again in in an active mode you bring them in uh, in group of people where they feel uh, they can share again uh, positive things and, and attention points uh, and at the same time you you free up a bit of time of, of the younger people that are in the front to to train these people or to, to develop cultural programs. So it's uh... yeah,
0: yeah. Talking about uh, healthcare, yeah. um, you had um, a near death experience in nineteen ninety three. Mm. How, how did that impact you? Or
1: well, let's say it's 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 also Have a long time ago. Huh? and light. Ah, no no uh, it was uh ninety three uh, I remember i just uh, moved a uh, job eh, from uh, National Swiss to patriot the Vaderlandse. uh was for a period of five six months somewhere because it was a commitment I made working for both eh, to mm-hmm. to have a nice end of my previous career and and a full start for the other one so i was uh Really tired, and they've never seen, they've never 100% confirmed what the reason was. But I had a a bacterial infection, most probably uh, caught when we were with with my wife and the two kids. At that time, they were uh, three and and six years old uh, in a, a kind of a farm. On, on holiday for a long weekend mm-hmm. where my, my son uh, always kicked the ball into a, a, small, uh, a small lake with uh, yeah. F- yeah. A filthy water and so probably that's where uh, somewhere uh, a little injury at my hand and, and so i was uh, to make a story short a uh, certain moment i was uh, paralyzed from my uh, in my legs my feet and yeah. so on uh and, and my wife really had to 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 bring me in urgency to to Gassersberg, uh, uh, mm-hmm. and i think that has saved me yeah, uh, to be day. brought into uh, let's say one of the the best economic uh, uh clinics in 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 the country uh with all respect for the other ones but if i would at that moment have been moved to a more regional hospital i think that there would have been a chance that they gave me uh uh, pain stillers and so on and wait till monday mm-hmm. and then it should have been too late mm-hmm. and so i had on top of the fact of arriving in a, a top hospital i also had the, the luck that the, the specialist that was uh, responsible that weekend was a viral log, uh, bacterialist. Uh-huh. and uh, after a certain moment they 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 saw what what uh, what uh, happened the first idea was meningitis uh, mm-hmm. But okay, that has been uh, removed then. and okay, I've been I think ten days in intensive care where it took four days before they knew that the paralyzation would disappear that was temporary yeah. and then I've been uh, afterwards six weeks in uh, in a normal room to really restart uh, after the ten days, I could even not sit on a chair that's why really all the muscles were uh, were disappeared and that's also where I took up a bit the the challenge of biking. I was in a room with uh, somebody who had been uh, 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 operated at the head, uh, who restarted uh, by biking. And mm-hmm. so we did it together and after some days we started to have the, yeah. the, the, the highest speed and things like that. And so um, after the six weeks I, I could uh, enter again life. At that moment I said, okay, I'm going to reorganize my life. Yeah. work less, yeah. uh, but okay, it didn't last too long.
0: <laughs> so, but did you get any bigger appreciation? I, I, well, I'd say something,
1: no, uh, what, what, what in any case happened since then is that I have, I'm much more attentive for whatever happens with the, uh, the, the health of, of people, eh? mm-hmm. that's one. The second one was, as I was in a new job, uh, during the, the six weeks in a normal room, every day two of the people reporting to me spontaneously came to visit me. So they had decided, okay, we will every day go with two persons. They brought all the lecture with them and so okay. on. So that it was uh, very important because um, if you have in your environment, in your company, people who are ill for a longer period, the frequent connection and not to talk about when do you come back but just a connection how are you can we help you with something is so important because otherwise people get um, a bit uh, a reflection of of shame that they leave their colleagues behind with all Mm -hmm. the job and and the longer it takes the more the distance for them to come back and that's where i think uh, you have so many long-lasting ill people in belgium is because uh, the 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 more it takes, the bigger the step to go back, and so there, uh, let's say, uh, uh, an uh, how do you call it, an um, proactive approach f- out of the company, and not only the boss, uh, also the colleagues, uh, to to show that they live to, uh, with the, with the issue and and that they want to help where they can, is is very yeah, important
0: to keep the connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. You come across as, as a, a very rational, um, almost stoic, I would say, person. Are there things that do make you emotional?
1: Yeah, I think the people, people, uh, not only people close to me, yeah, but also people in the company know that. Um, uh, at not continuously, but at certain occasions, they know that when I'm speaking that. I have sometimes difficulties to, to manage my emotions. Uh, that can be moments like, I'm I'm not, for instance, the guy who starts to cry uh, mm-hmm. continuously, uh, but they, there are moments, for instance, when I have, um, uh, I take one, one example, uh, we had this enormous legacy from the past uh, with ideas uh, due, linked to the previous forties uh, period, at the moment where we came to that major settlement where all the credits go to one of my team members, Philip Gordemans. And the moment I thanked him, okay, the people who know me well uh, will have heard in my voice that there was emotion, we will have seen that maybe my eyes mm-hmm. became a bit wet and it's not because I was uh, unhappy, on the contrary. Mm-hmm. It's more out of uh, yeah, emotion about the fantastic thing that has been done uh when I still talk uh, about my father who has been an enormous uh, example for me and even a friend uh, he died now uh, two years ago at the age of uh, almost 99 years old. Uh, I, I still become become emotional uh, so that's but on the other hand I uh, it's not uh, I don't think it's it's not uh... position or a a person I play. I I also try to be, as you indicate correctly, I would call myself quite rational, Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, but not not somebody who is, uh, what was the other word? Stoic. Stoic. I can appear like that and and what also is is, uh, a remark I received many many times is that people see me as a very serious person. Uh, but when i'm in the and, and if it's a, a formal presentation, for instance I, I tend to be very serious uh, I'm much more at ease when it's uh, an informal so don't ask me to I, I sometimes have to do it, that uh, to to read a speech uh, or to prepare a speech you no know? give me uh, some pictures, some slides and I'll talk about it in a much more spontaneous way uh, than when, uh, when it's too much prepared mm. yeah. But I'm not a stand-up comedian, eh? if that is uh, what you're looking for.
0: <laughs> Everyone has their own strengths, right?
1: You know I have, uh, in, when you are with the Boy Scouts, you get a totem, eh?
0: Yeah.
1: You know my totem, no?
0: Yeah, a deer, something with a
1: deer. Phlegmatic. Yeah. Yeah, it's an deer, yeah. So I, I was a big fan of the, and still am, a big fan of, of more the the british humor uh, yeah and not not uh, uh well i miss it being okay but more the uh, monty python yeah uh, that kind of okay of
0: humor.
1: yeah, yeah. Allo, allo, that kind yeah
0: of thing, so. <laughs> um you've been in insurance business all your life how would you describe your own risk profile i'm
1: not a i'm not a big risk taker yeah. uh, 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 for instance, I, I'm not the one who will do uh, uh, banty jumping or uh, race on, uh, at 300 an hour. Yeah. Uh, so I, I try to, I let's say, also dare a bit keep feet on the ground. Eh? Yeah. Uh,
0: literally. Literally, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: also, in, in terms of investment, I, I would not be the one who starts investing in Bitcoin or in... Mm-hmm. Uh, in uh, let's say early starting companies, mm-hmm. where I don't know whether it will be a, a mm-hmm. feasible business model. Um, but on the other hand, I uh, I think in my professional in my personal life, I can take decisions very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, uh, when it's about uh, acquiring something or selling mm-hmm. something. I don't uh, make too much analysis. I, mm-hmm. I, I there I go. it's it's more the even in in jobs. Huh? So if I look, I've uh, ch- three times changed job. It has never taken me more than, let's say, a weekend to decide. Huh?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: sometimes people who would...
0: because it's from the get,
1: yeah, uh, and I, um, the most uh, let's say a prominent example is when. I was uh, the CEO at AG Insurance uh, in 2008, beginning 2009, in the the full forties crisis. It was a job that was really a job I loved, Uh, I think where I had uh, a a decent contribution, and I was then asked on um, Friday morning in the center of, of Paris, uh, uh, in a breakfast meeting by the, my predecessor as chairman of EGEAS, of, of uh, where he said, okay, we would like you to become the CEO of, at that time, it was still Fortis Holding. Mm-hmm. And he asked, I asked him, yeah, okay, when do you want to have an example? He said, okay, within five minutes. And I decided within two minutes, okay, I'll do it. Knowing at that moment that the value of the company was something like 1.1, 1.2 billion, and we had something like 20 billion claims uh, above our heads. uh, So at that moment, uh, and and okay, if you then afterwards a number of people say, did you know what you decided? That moment, of course, it was a combination of believe in, in the, the the potential of of what remained in the group. Uh, secondly, of uh, call it a sense of responsibility towards all my people also in Belgium, uh, 4,500 people mm-hmm. say, okay, I cannot leave them alone. We have to 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 do this, and then yeah, a bit uh, a good feeling in in the stomach. Eh? Say, okay, yep. Yeah, let's do it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I think uh, too many people. Uh, these days they, they rely too much on, on the ratio for very important decisions and,
1: but and, and... And also because if you make the the real rational comparison, it's always in, in the as-is situation. Mm-hmm. But who knows, and that's what you see with many people, eh? they make a move from job A to job B, and there are some months in job B, and, and the chairman changes, the CEO changes, the company is also. Yeah. so... And and, and uh, the major question you should ask is also, is this uh, a, a, a job where I believe I can have an added value? Yeah. And if there the answer is yes, yeah, I would say go for it. Then.
0: Okay, thanks for the tip. We're almost through the time, so I'll give you my last uh, question. Um, what is... Uh, and you're, you're reaching more towards the end of your career. What's the uh, quality you want to... It's a bit of an, an uh, abstract question, but what, what's the quality you want to put most in the world uh, going forward? One of your qualities. How do well, you want to serve um, going forward?
1: Well, I think it's it's maybe a combination of Uh, On the one side, uh, and it could sound a bit paternalistic, but I don't mean it like that, Uh, it's about indeed uh, connecting as much as possible people to, and secondly, to deal in a creative way uh, with uh, issues where they can find solutions for the future. And um, one of, of, uh, we we talked about some of them, uh, why not? Uh, in in let's say involve people f- uh, that are more going to the end of a career in their business environment to be involved in the health sector or in the mm-hmm. education sector. Um, uh, I mean one of these um, uh, non-profit organizations, huge uh, Start. I don't know where yeah. you know it, eh? where you try to to bring uh, let's say to. Inv- in, to Stimulate people in the business environment to help funding programs to get young people that are not really eager or motivated to to study or to go to work to give them a training to help them. We are now in a process. See, can we not give them also when they have come through this training and want to start a company? Can we not help them with giving uh, some start-up funding? And, yeah. and so this this kind of things. Uh, to create things and uh, and uh, because that's that's what we really need eh? and i'm i'm a bit uh, concerned about um, consequences of the period we're in there will be very uh, good lessons learned eh? Mm -hmm. in terms of uh, how we organize our work it's about how we uh, will maybe deal with mobility how value chains will be Mm -hmm. developed eh? because okay we can we can do uh, whatever we want to uh, reduce CO2, but if we continue to produce everything far away in the yeah. world and transport it over many, many uh, polluting uh, ways of transport, uh, the efforts done here will be c- killed by the others. Um, but the major the major concern is more uh, the, the, the damage, the, the, the mental damage that mm-hmm. we will uh, discover after. The period is yeah. over eh? of, of uh, we are in Belgium. Let's be, let's be clear on that we have too too many uh, inactive people. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and there again, you come in, in, in the, the black and white. Eh? You're active or inactive. Mm-hmm. There should be ways in between, yeah, that yeah. people that are today inactive can maybe
0: do something. do
1: something one or two days mm-hmm. a week, they don't have. Eh? And that's a bit if you look to a country like the Netherlands, but they have solved it in a much better way. So much more part-time jobs, which creates sufficient free time for people who want more free time. Mm. So there is um, still a lot to do, but okay. If you are uh, if you are a pessimist, uh, you you see the, everything going in the wrong direction. If you are an optimist, you see a lot of opportunities to make uh, things better.
0: Yeah. Okay. Bert, thanks a lot for your time. Pleasure. Um, I hope you will uh, contribute as much as possible going forward. And I'm pretty sure you will do. And uh, yeah, until the next time.
1: Okay, thank you very much.
0: Hope you liked this episode. If you want to stay tuned, uh, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you want to know more about our leadership development retreats and other activities, take a look at our website wwwunplug See you next time.